Hi guys, welcome to the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're excited to have you here today. Yes, we um, love making these and we're so grateful. We're eight episodes in. Yes. And um, it's just been so fun hearing from you guys. So if you've been listening, thanks. And we hope you keep listening. Yeah, we're very grateful. So what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about something very fun, which it always is, right? We're going to be talking about um, spirit guides and signs from the universe. Ooh, I love it. Signs from guides, signs from maybe people who have passed that are sending you things. Yeah. We're just, the. I mean, the goal for today is really to help you understand signs that you're probably already getting and also how to communicate with your spirit guides in a way that... I don't know, works yeah, for you. That you'll notice yeah. <laughs> and participate in. Because I think sometimes that's it, right? Like we're going around, going throughout our day, and we don't notice all these signs or synchronicities that are happening until you start really paying attention to it, which, I mean, happens when you come in for an energy healing session and we're talking about guides, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, these things aren't just happening these are signs from my guides or from loved ones or whatever it is. There's a purpose. Yes. Telling me I'm on the path or maybe get off that path. I don't know. <laughs> Veer. Um. So yeah, so let's talk about first, what are spirit guides? So spirit guides are a life force energy, meaning that they have a spirit much like us, like the human okay. spirit. Um, they're specific to you. So my guides aren't going to be the same as Kristen's guides. Okay. My guides are just my guides. Kristen's guides are just her, hers. Unlike angels, so like angels can come in and out for all of us. Like I could call an Archangel Michael, you could call an Archangel okay. Michael. Um, but like your guides are, I can't be like, um, hey, Brooke's guide, I want you to be my guide now. Yeah, no. Leave her. Uh, because, <laughs> well, we have soul contracts before we get to this universe, and so they, we sign them, they're specific to us. It's a long story short. <laughs> um, so our guides usually are in our ancestry. Or they are, this part's hard for some people to understand, but they're bits and pieces of us from past lives. Okay. So if our energy broke off because energy can't be destroyed from a past life, but our soul comes back in this life. There might be a little piece. Of that experience. Yes. Um, Our guides want to connect with us, but again, they're a life force energy. So if they're reaching out, reaching out, but you have free will and you're not communicating back to them, they're going to kind of go away. Or yeah. dissipate. I always like picture it like fading into the background. Like you, you're having, you're in this bright light. And maybe you have, this is my my visual. It's you, and then you have some people around you that are your guides, and then you're not talking to them, so you just see them kind of like fading into the black background, and then you're hanging out. Right. Well, again, because you have free will. So if you don't want to listen, or you don't want to call on your guides, or if you think that it's negative or evil, yeah. then they're gonna take a seat. But we do want to use them because it can make our life so much easier. They can put us in alignment so much quicker if we utilize this life force energy. So don't worry if you are listening this far and you have ignored your guides because of your free will, but you want to call them back in, you absolutely can. Yes. Um, It's as simple as starting to pray. Dear spirit guides, I want to feel a connection. Dear spirit guides, please start sending me signs that I'll recognize. Um, Or just asking to feel them. They will do it. It might take a little bit of time for you to notice. Yeah, it's a relationship, right? Exactly, yes. It's a relationship. So, I mean, as we all know, relationships take work. If you're not, if it's a one-sided deal, it doesn't, it's not a relationship. It's not working. So you got to put in the work 
for them to work with you, yes. especially if it's been, you know, you sent them off into the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> we got to call them Ignored back them. in a nice way. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what's funny, too. So many people come in first session, you know, they haven't done any work on themselves or any healing. They're like, who are my spirit guides? Tell me. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, like, it's been like 40 years of you not talking to them. Uh, talk to them. They're not going to give me their names right now. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of uh, going like, no, I'm but good. we're not even around. But I do have some people who come in who have maintained a spiritual relationship, or you know, they keep their crown chakra very open and cleansed and pray. They can come in, and I can give you names, ancestry, like what side they're on. But again, it's specific to you. How much are you communicating with them outside of your session? Yeah, if you're just coming in for a session and that's the one and only time you're communicating with your guides, the relationship is not going to be Built. strong, right? So. So yeah, so how how do we talk to our guides, or what's what's the best way to do that? Um, so some people aren't comfortable with the term prayer. So even if you want to do it in a meditation, but you meditate with the intention of feeling or calling your guides in, so you ask before you go into your meditation for your guides to surround you and for you to feel them. A lot of times you'll feel temperature changes, or you'll see visions, or you'll hear names. Um, but again, it takes mindful practice. So doing the meditation multiple times. Yeah. And I also think it's important to note that everybody feels or senses things differently. Differently, yeah. Like, if you're very in tune, you might get a few different things. If it's the first time you're sitting and calling in and you're, like, waiting for it, waiting for it, it might be something super subtle. Yeah, it's not going to be, like, Jesus separating the clouds and coming down (laughs) and being like, I'm your spirit guide. (laughs) Yeah, so... It's very subtle. A lot of this energy um, is subtle, like our intuition. It's very gentle. It's not a scream like the ego. Yeah, and I do think the more that you practice in stillness or in prayer, like the quicker you feel, or you get to know what your feelings are. Like, yes. like I tend to get if I'm um, like meditating or praying with eyes closed, I tend to get almost it feels like a massage around my temples. Oh, that's um, neat. Yeah. So, hey guys, I would like a massage. <laughs> it feels really great. My guy's just talking my head. <laughs> yeah. But Can so, I get a massage? So Brooke, Brooke here's like actual words. I have more of like a feeling Mm -hmm. right and some people it might be a sound that's not a word so like some very common things that i've seen are just different things i guess they're not all common but um (laughs) i've had people who feel whispers or ringing in their ears as their guides like when they go to lay down on the pillow their guides will talk to them um i've had people like me i flat out get different voices this does make me sound (laughs) a little cuckoo but like i know each guide now and so different guides speak in different voices to me and i'm like okay i hear you I like you. but you didn't hear them right away in no all those different voices i think that's important to know because people are like well that's just a brook thing yeah it's not so i've built my relationship over time so when i first even became familiar with what a guide was i had one guide revealing herself to me um as a ghost which i've talked about in previous podcasts right um And she was the first one. As I started connecting with her, she went away as a ghost, but then I could just feel her presence. And then later I started getting, like, connecting with more of my guides and getting the voices. So it's important to note, too, we all have different numbers. Like, I have three specific guides. Some people have ten. Some people have a whole army. Some people have one. So it doesn't, it's not good or bad. It just is. It's just what's happening. Yeah. And it's for whatever your mission or your purpose is in this lifetime, for what lessons you're supposed to get, for the greater good. So if you have an army, great, you're supposed to do something big. Or maybe you've, you know, overcome a lot. And so the army is just there as support. Yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah, I I think 
it's really neat once you start kind of tuning into those little subtle oh, yeah. things. Sorry, I was talking. I wanted to go into oh, yeah. what different people hear. So it can be little noises, like little ringing in the ear. Temperature changes are huge. Um, I have one client. I know she's listening. Every time she <laughs> comes into my office, I feel like I have a fever. Like, I get so freezing cold and it's every time and I forget until I start talking to her and I'm like, oh, your guys are communicating with me. And it's these drastic temperature changes. And when she's doing something that's not on her life path, her palms will get hot. So So I don't think she minds me sharing this. I'm not saying her name, but it starts with an A. Um, (laughs) um, Feel free to write in the comments if you want (laughs) to share your guide experience. But I'm, so there's that. Um, a lot of people will have things moved so that they're, they know their yes. guys are talking to them. Um, or like body pain. So a lot of people who spend a lot of time connected with their body, their shoulder will hurt. And that's their guides being like, oh, no, don't make don't that decision. So pay attention to when you feel a change. It can be subtle. Again, it's not going to be huge. Clouds moving. Yeah. yeah. And I think like one of the ways to kind of... Um, I don't know, like practice connection or practice like feeling things in your body. You can do it with like physical objects when you're like cleaning things out and you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Should I get rid of this? If you like hold it to your chest, you can feel, you can almost feel what you should do. Like notice if you get like warm and you feel happy or if you're like, oh, and kind of feel yourself pushing away from it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to start to learn to feel and then next you can pray for something specific if you are completely unsure of how your guides talk to you and you're like what are these ladies talking about (laughs) you just need to start start praying like guides just so i know you're around please send me a temperature change that way you'll know and and then you won't be like oh i just imagine that or i think my feet got colder yeah i think this happened um yeah it's you just have to ask for specific things and then it starts happening. they'll start to happen and you can connect with those things I also love to, one of the first things that I started doing when I really was like, okay, I want to, you know, nurture, nurture this relationship. So I would, and I lose things a lot. So I'm like, I'm going to start asking for help when I lose things. And I do this all the time. And literally every time they'll help you find they it. They help me find it. I'm like, I've been searching and searching. And then I'm like, oh, I'll never find this. I'm like, oh wait. And I'm like, Dear Spirit Guides, please help me find my keys. They're always missing. And I will, like, turn the corner, and they're there. Or, like, one of my kids will be like, Mommy, your keys. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yes. So, and also make sure you give some gratitude. Yeah, but that that is a great way. Or I always give the example of, like, a parking lot. If you're going somewhere where you know it's crowded, pray to your guides, please help me get a spot quickly up front. And you'll see, beyond a shadow of a doubt, every time... They're showing you, look, we're here. We got you that parking space. Yes. So it can be simple things. It doesn't always have to be uber spiritual. Yeah, you don't have to make it. It's like, <laughs> show me the path of my life. Yeah, no, it can just be like, today I want my day to be easy. So, you know, yeah. make sure my pen works all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, but I think that's part of nurturing the relationship is having those little, like, day-to-day things and not just like, okay, I'm having a big moment, so now I need to tap into my guides and do this. Right. It's like, you want to be with them daily exactly and they're trust me they are not going to get frustrated they're not going to be like she keeps asking me for parking spaces and to send her where things are in target (laughs) and it's like no (laughs) gives them something to do otherwise remember they're specific to you so they're not doing anything they're just hanging out nowhere um yeah i don't think they're mad that i always lose things (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly Um, so again, if you want to know who your spirit guides are, start praying, start building that connection and start asking for signs and things in meditation Mm -hmm. and that'll build the relationship. Um, do you want to go to 
when someone passes. Oh yeah, this is this is fun. So <laughs> separately, when someone passes, so let's say your grandma or grandpa pass, they may be an angel for you, but they're usually not going to be your guide right. because your guides are assigned to you before birth. So they usually would have to have passed before you. Right. So if you're really close born. with your grandma and she passes when you're eight. You already have guides. Yeah, so she's not going to be one of your guides, typically. But that doesn't mean she's not going to be around to help you out sometimes. Exactly. Um, there are some rare cases where you've known somebody and they pass and they will become your guide. It's just not common. So I don't want you to walk around and be like, oh, my grandpa that died when I was 15 is my guide. Yeah, exactly. But can you connect or receive messages from grandpa who dies when you're 15? The answer is yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I have some cool stories yes. about this let's hear your share. stories <laughs> uh so my dad passed like four years ago and um he i'll give you just a little background he was an accountant so definitely into budget and finances and he loved talk radio and he was from england <laughs> so um he was very funny and so he will do some stuff sometimes that's funny and i just laugh um but Something that's happened to me more than once is I'll be driving in my car. I'll have no music on. Like, the radio's not even on. And all of a sudden, AM840 will turn on, which was, like, his favorite thing. And at, like, full blast, which is also how he heard it because he was deaf and wouldn't get it. <laughs> and the first time it happened, it was just a few months after he had passed. And I was, like, pretty sad about it. And I was driving to the bank. And I was really thinking about him and like, it would be so cool to just know that he was around. Like I really, I've always believed that that happened, but I was like, oh, it'd just be so nice to know. And I'm driving into the bank. I'm like turning around, turning the corner to pull in the drive-thru and the radio pops on with this AM840. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and the last time it happened, I was pulling into my neighborhood and it was his birthday. Wow. So it's like super specific times and it's just... The first time it was like so wild that I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but the second time I was like, oh, hey dad, like this is. You almost welcome it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And the, there's different other little things, but that one's probably the most like where he's like, hello. I'm, <laughs> I'm here. right here. <laughs> Balance doesn't just take place in the home. It's important to have a healthy work environment to produce great results. Because of this, we are now offering Wellness in the Workplace to our followers. This program includes learning the best ways to communicate with each other's energy for an optimal work environment, manifesting tools to improve sales, profits, money management, and mindset around money, group breathwork and stretching to reduce stress, improve health, wellness, and mental clarity. For inquiries, message us on Balance Chaos LV on Instagram. I think here it's important to note because a lot of my clients are like, my brother passed or my dad passed and my mom saw him in a dream, but I haven't. Mm. And so, so many people are expecting dreams. What I will say about that is it's very hard for people who passed to greet you in a dream. Um, it takes a lot of their energy. So they're going to try so many other ways before they meet you in a dream and the dreams will eventually stop. So I don't want you to think if you're not seeing them in a dream that they're not there. Yeah. They work a lot of times through light. So shining light in. Um, messing with electricity because it's very easy for them to manipulate electricity. So an electronic thing like a computer turning on and playing a song out of nowhere, your radio, yeah. um, lights going on and off. I have a grandma who will leave me like coins or change and it's usually her saying like change is coming that you need, you're fine. 
there's so they will speak in different ways i've channeled for a lot of people and it's like honestly like weird shit i'm like that's how you're telling her like you expected <laughs> yeah. her to know that like <laughs> yeah i in the very beginning i don't know how i figured it out but there was there's this um window in my bedroom and it would keep being open i'm like what and it's not a window that i ever opened i'm like why does this window keep being open and then i like something came that i was like oh it's him yes okay <laughs> Uh, not going crazy yeah no and birds <laughs> birds are very very close to the spirit spirit realm i don't i wish i had a better answer for you for why but birds can talk to spirits and so a lot of times spirits will speak through through birds and that's happened to you quite a bit yes quite a bit so um i have, my friends who are listening to this are gonna laugh because i was always very afraid of birds like i hated birds and they just sought me out there's a picture of me actually in england with my parents when i'm like two and i'm covered in pigeons so i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's where this came from and i don't know but like i my brother used to play golf and we were with my mom and i were like waiting for him at the golf course we're sitting outside having lunch and I got pooped on by a bird four times. Oh, my gosh. Four times. Um, we were at Disney World, and we're under a covered thing, and there's, like, this teeny hole bird pooped on me. <laughs> and, like, they just, they just found, like, would find me, and I hated it. And then when I lived in the city and I had to walk through them, I, like, kind of got over it. But it's really been in the last two years that I'm like, oh, my gosh, these birds have been here to like show me different things. Yes. So now I really notice it happens a lot and I'll use, this is one of my things that I'll ask for a sign. I will get like a diving bird in front of my car. If I'm like, is this the right thing? Like, should I be doing this? A, a bird will like dive down in front of my windshield when I'm driving. Love it. Well, I usually know when I'm going to channel at work, even if somebody hasn't told me before that they want me to channel because birds like okay. flocks of birds will fly around my okay. car and I'm like, okay, nobody asked for this, but I get it. <laughs> my guides <laughs> are telling me, Hey, you're going to, you're about to talk to, to a ghost. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> um, I think it's funny too, because there was a time we went to yoga together outside mm -hmm. and birds aren't my thing. The only time they really come to me is again, when I'm about to channel and I wasn't going to work that day. I was just going to do some casual stretching with <laughs> Kristen and I look up and on this, like on the, like, <laughs> the very edge of the building this little bird was just watching and it was right over Kristen's spot and I literally had to tell her like hey your dad's here like look up <laughs> like because it was just like so cute and so funny that this bird like just made sure it was like right over her and it would just peek its little head and then just stand there it literally stayed there the entire hour of yoga yeah and the, this bird I, maybe not the same maybe the same but there's this little bird that looked just like that that will hang out on the wall in my backyard like when we're all sitting outside it'll just be there and it'll just sit and hang out just like very cash very cash just <laughs> chilling I'm like okay I get it <laughs> so yeah I get a lot of weird things so that is that I guess is why uh, all these all these birds were following me all the time was they were just trying to tell me things or like lead me on a certain path or what reassure that we were there <laughs> that's Fletcher giving us some <laughs> So dogs are an amazing totem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so let's look at then common signs from spirit guides. We're going to kind of transition yeah, come back. On back to the spirit guides. Um, so yes, pay attention. If you're, sorry, I'm all over the place. If you <laughs> keep seeing something like the birds yes. and you're like, I don't even like this. I don't know why this is happening. There's usually a message for you. Yeah. So paying attention to the synchronicities or the things that are happening over and over so again. So instead of me being like, birds are terrible, why are they following me? Now I'm like, oh, okay, there's birds. I'm 
protected, yeah. I'm safe, like I'm on the right path, whatever whatever it is that's happening. You can welcome it. Yes. Yeah. So spirit guide wise, I think for a long time when I wasn't connecting with my spirit guides, they spoke to me through something that I hated because you're always gonna notice what you hate. Yes. But hate is a very strong word, but um, <laughs> but it's how you feel about this particular thing. Yes, okay. I really do not like bugs. I have an irrational fear of bugs. People have tried to talk me through it, and I'm like, look, just stop trying to make this bug thing happen. I hate them. I don't care what it is. It can be a ladybug. I don't think it's cute. Okay, don't touch me. Don't come it's in my crawling. space. Um, any bug. But forever, like in my early 20s, when I was like trying to ignore this intuition stuff I had, bugs would show up anywhere I was, and it was always way too close to me. <laughs> How close is too close? Like, in the room, <laughs> in the house, in the vicinity. And I've always had my house bug sprayed. I hope my bug man listens to this because he's a family friend. And there's been times I've called him at night and been like, you need to come get this. You need to handle this. Um, <laughs> so, shout out to uh, bug evictors. Um, <laughs> but one day I was really, really, really struggling with life. Honestly, like the meaning of life. And I saw the biggest cockroach, I'm telling you, the size of my hand Ugh. I've ever seen. And finally, I was like, okay, this has to mean something because cockroaches like that just don't live. Like, they lived a long time. <laughs> yes. So I looked up, I finally looked up cockroach symbolism that day. And I shit you not, I don't know why I'm cussing so much, but it was like cockroaches, like they can survive like nuclear holocaust and all these things. And like they show us that every piece of life has meaning. And even if you don't understand, because cockroaches excrete oh, something when they go to the bathroom that we need to breathe oxygen. Oh, so without cockroaches, we would die. So they're survivors, and they're giving you life. Yes. Yeah, so I literally was like, okay, guys, I get it. You don't need to show me another bug. But now I know when I am not tuning in, usually it's the jolt of, like, a big bug obnoxiously that, like, helps me tap back in. So I'm grateful for the bugs, though I scream. <laughs> a lot so just keep tapping in okay? yes <laughs> so pay attention to what you don't like and if it keeps presenting itself what the sign can be yeah and then of course i didn't know in this particular example what a cockroach meant i had to look it yes. up so we want to encourage you guys to be mindful about looking up the signs and totems um we have some websites so like if you want to look up an animal symbolism so mm -hmm. like bears keep coming up go to worldbirds.org and you can type in whatever the animal is and it'll Show you the Show symbolism. Yeah. And usually it's a message from your guides. You're not always going to know what a bear or a cricket <laughs> yeah. means, but you can look it up. And it'll usually, the message is dead on for what you need. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Because, but yeah, take the time to look it up because if you just keep being like, well, I keep saying this and I don't like it. And you might look up the meaning and it's this really beautiful meaning. And you're like, oh, well, that totally fits in. To my life right now. Yeah. Um, I also think it's interesting because your guides will get to you no matter what. So there was a time I was not getting in nature because so many people are like, you keep talking about animal totems, but who is in the jungle or who is in the, right. the forest? Um, there was a time Grayson was very little and he kept wanting to wear this bear shirt. And he's like, I want my bear shirt. I want my bear shirt. He reminded me like a thousand times. I'm like, I get it, kid. You want your bear shirt. Then I went to my mom's house and something came up on the news. I don't watch the news, but about bears. And I'm like, okay, guys, I get it. You want me to look up bears. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the actual physical animal. It can be a you, sticker, this. Or yeah. That you, that you keep seeing. Or somebody keeps talking to you about coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> Big coyote, guys. Um, also, repetitive numbers. Yes. Repetitive numbers is huge. And I feel like people ask about this a lot. They're like, I keep seeing this. What does this mean? Yeah. And, um, I feel like if you keep seeing a number... Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> like, there's a reason that you keep seeing that number. And um, 
you need to see what it what means. it is so 11 11 is a common one that is usually you're on the right path your guides are around you you're growing you're um awake that kind of thing but then if it gets like your number's 38 yeah right? i see 38 a lot so 38 will come up like especially when i'm in the moment of a transition or thinking about it then it's like 38 38 everywhere like on buildings on um the clock it doesn't have to just be the clock but like I'm driving down the road and there's like a giant 38. I'm like, okay, I get All it. All right. It's right. Um, so if you need to look up a number, so like if you're seeing 222 or 38, uh, we encourage you to go to hiddennumerology.com to find out the message. Because again, you're not always going to know off the top of your head what it means. Yeah. But this will give you kind of a roadmap for what yeah. they're trying to communicate. And I do think too, like, like tap into how you feel when you see, see it. it. Because Ooh. if it feels like... Oh, I'm, I'm seeing that again. Then it's probably a good thing. Or if it's like, oh, I'm seeing that again, then yeah, it might be like, hey, stop hanging out with this person. They're not doing good things for you. I don't know. Well, I've noticed even negative signs. So like if I'm stuck in like negative thoughts or just like resentment, I'll usually stub my toe. And I feel like that's my guide's like, or, you know, or my sweater gets stuck on the door. Yes. And my guides are like, hey, lighten up. <laughs> like, so, I mean, there's signs like that's obviously not a good sign, but it's the sign that shifts me out of. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just the something to, to change what's what's going on. Yeah. So um, next, like songs come up. Oh, yeah. Songs are great. So I have a comfort song and I feel like my guides will put it in. Like, places that it shouldn't be playing. It's somewhere over the rainbow, but, like, one time I was getting a massage, and literally the massage therapist in the middle was like, this is on uh, a channel. This has never come on here. And I was like, no, no, it's for me. It's I, get, I, I know. She's like, why is something on the <laughs> like, It was, like, all spa music with no words, and all of a sudden this <laughs> song comes on, and I'm like, oh, okay. But it was whatever I was thinking about, it was in alignment with that. Mm. Um, so pay attention to the songs that comfort you. When they're coming on, your guides are trying to comfort you. Yeah. Oh, I... I mean, music is so powerful, I think, but that's really cool that you have that special song. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just big rainbow guy. Uh, <laughs> so synchronicities, that's a funny word for just things that, like, if you've been thinking about, like, I've been thinking about Kristen, and then all of a sudden I go to the park and she happens to be right. there. That's a synchronicity. Um, or if I'm thinking about, ooh, I want to start a business, and then the perfect person falls in my lap to help with that business. Yes. Again, that's a synchronicity. That's your guide saying, hey, you're in alignment. We're helping you out Yeah. Here. It's like things kind of just falling into place. Um, yeah. What about money? We talk, you talked about it a little bit, just as like the sign of change or money. Like I, I find money um, when I'm... I don't know, like sometimes I'll just randomly find coins around when I'm thinking about, either I'm thinking about um, spending a big amount of money or like doing something different business-wise and I'll get like little random change and it's usually the same kind of a coin and it's just a sign that like, oh. Her guides are saying the money's going to be there for you. Yeah. Like. Go ahead. We support you. Yeah. Like keep going. So anyway. Yeah. Just another Another way to connect with guides is if you feel yourself being caught in fear or negativity, start asking them to support you and to help shift the fear or to help yes. shift the negativity. Like a big part of guide, guides is realizing we're not alone in this mm -hmm. universe, even though sometimes we like feel separate or disconnected. So connecting with our guides empowers us. Yeah. I feel like that's one message that I get a lot when I'm doing energy work on someone is like you're supported because I think so much of us 
and especially our culture, we're like taught to like, you're good. You just go. And, Don't ask for help. And, Feel guilty if you need help. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even just the support of your family and your friends. It's your, your spiritual team. Like yeah, your ancestry you. tribe. Absolutely. Like ask them for help. So it's okay to just, if you're feeling overwhelmed during the day to say a quick prayer, like, please transmute this energy into something. Absolutely. Well, it empowers you. It makes it so like you don't have to see an energy healer every day to connect to that other side. You can connect to that other side. Yeah. And, and it just, I don't know. It just helps those moments to know you're not going to feel like this forever. And to give you a little bit of, we all like a little, I don't know. Hope. Yeah. Hope control, like something to do, something to do. Yeah, you know, a tool to, do, to help us feel in control. Because <laughs> you're not controlling now. No, you're not. But I mean, everything is happening for your highest good yes. is what you need to remember when working with your guides. Even if it's not like if I'm like, you know what, guides, I want a million dollars today. If that's not for my highest good. You're not going to get it. No. <laughs> but if I'm like, you know what, guides, help me be abundant so I can serve more people and travel yes. and see more and do more and have experiences. Oh, they'll ha- absolutely facilitate that. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So... We want to encourage you guys to start asking for your guides a specific sign. So pray for a temperature change. Pray that you'll see a butterfly when you're on the right track or something like that. Yes. And if you've already noticed, like, little things as we're talking about this, you're like, ooh, I do see hummingbirds a lot. Like, use that. Um, One of my favorite books about this, like, if you want to know more about signs, is called... Signs, The Secret of the Universe by Laura Lynn Jackson. So she just goes into more detail about specific signs. It's a lot of stories. Like if you're like, what? Um, and we'll link all these yes. sites on the bottom. So It'll help you to know that you're not alone and you're not crazy for seeing these yeah. things. Yeah. It's totally. They are out there. It's happening. They are happening. Yes. <laughs> it's happening. So yeah. So work on that. Yeah. Tune into your guides. Let us know. Hey, do some work tuning in. Go out in nature. Um, be present. It opens your crown chakra and then book a session and ask me what your guides' names are. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's really, as always, it's really important to slow down because if you don't slow down, you never are able to see what's to happening. To catch the signs. So. Can't catch those waves. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, today, yeah, instead of journal prompts, we're going to give you just the, the, the prayer and the meditation. Yeah. Pray, ask to connect with your guides, and then meditate. See what you feel. Yes. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye. Bye.